You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Sherparks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Monday, January 23rd, and this is the Best Football Show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave your best NFL take with a five-star review, I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. All right, another week of NFL playoffs in the books and some better games this week, right? I mean, obviously the Bengals being the Bills, outstanding upset game. You look at the Cowboys and the Niners, not a high-scoring affair, but certainly an exciting game. The Eagles take care of business against the Giants and the Chiefs take care of business despite Mahomes being injured against the Jaguars. So we're going to get into a lot of things from the weekend uh, over the next few days before we start to preview next week's uh, championship games and really some great matchups in those ones. But I want to talk today about what I think is probably the biggest story coming out of the weekend in terms of potential changes to a team and not just, you know, how things could impact the championship game. It's Dak Prescott's performance in the Cowboys loss to the 49ers. So slow scoring game, as I said, Dak finishes 23 of 37, 206 yards, a touchdown, two bad interceptions, no way to get around it, two really bad interceptions and should have had another one on the final drive where really the season should have ended with one of Dak's interceptions and when you think back to this season with Dak that's going to be the story of the year he led the league in interceptions or in the regular season has two yesterday um, especially towards the second half of the year and leading into the playoffs had a ton of problems with turnovers and because of that uh, there's gonna be a lot of questions about should they move on from Dak now as bad as those interceptions were Let's not forget there were other reasons that they lost that game. The clock management at the end was horrendous. Um, The play calling at the end, I didn't think was very good. That final trick play that they tried on the last play of the game was was an embarrassment. I mean, to do all of that and then just just dump it down to someone that's covered immediately is, is really bad. So Mike McCarthy certainly holds some blame. We'll get to him in a second. Trayvon Diggs dropped an interception that could have killed a 49ers drive. Miss hitting Kittle on that huge catch on their touchdown drive. So Diggs made some big mistakes as well. The kicker, another, uh, you know, blocked, but another missed extra point. So a lot went into them losing. Clearly as the quarterback, he's the one that has the win-loss record. He's the one that's going to get the blame. And for the most part, it's fair. He's the franchise guy. He makes the most money. He was going against, not directly, but he's going against Brock Purdy. And was probably outplayed by Purdy. I mean, Purdy was not special, but the interceptions by Dak were kind of the difference in this game. So the question moving forward for the Cowboys will be, what should they do about Dak Prescott? Do they bring him back? Do they trade him? I mean, what are the options? Do they try to replace him? First, I would say this, and my opinion on the Dak Prescott situation would be this. I think it's fair to question if he can be the guy moving forward, but I think Cowboys fans are probably over 
over or I guess underselling what they have in Dak Prescott and overrating the idea that moving on from him is going to help this team. The Cowboys are a flawed team in a lot of ways. They have a really good defense, right? I, I think their defense, their pass rush is good. They, they This year, the defense was not a problem. Cornerbacks are probably a little overrated. As I mentioned, Diggs dropped an interception there, and he was not great this year. But their defense overall is good. The offense does not have the skilled players everyone makes it out to be. CeeDee Lamb is awesome. He's very good. Outside of that, Noah Brown, they had to sign T.Y. Hilton off the street. Dalton Schultz is a good tight end. I wouldn't say he's a special tight end. The running backs, Ezekiel Elliott is washed. Tony Pollard got hurt yesterday, and he's a nice running back. He's not a game-changing, difference-making running back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Their offensive line is not that great. Their best player is a guard. Their tackles are only okay. So at the end of the day, Dak is not playing with a loaded, uh, you know, a, a stacked deck of cards. I mean, if you look at what Brock Purdy lined up with, a better offensive line, better receivers, a better tight end, better running back. I mean, he was playing with much more talent around him. Now, it is what it is, right? Dak has paid the money to make the most of what's around him. But you look at what he's done the last few years. 19-9 and over the last two regular seasons with him at quarterback. They're 61-36 and overall, so they win Far more games with Dak than they lose. Uh, 60 touchdowns to 25 interceptions. And while the interceptions were a huge problem this year, he's been in the single single digits with interceptions two of the last four seasons. So interceptions have not been a problem that have plagued Dak again and again and again. This year was kind of an anomaly with that. And frankly, I think the lack of talent probably has something to do with it. Like CeeDee Lamb, again, very good player. Probably a legit number one. I think that... In an ideal world, maybe he's a great number two next to like a top five or six receiver. I think he's very, very good. I'm not sure he is going to you know, beat the number one corner no matter who it is good, but he's a good receiver. So at the end of the day, that's kind of all he has uh, uh, on offense for Dak. So I think that the skill players around him are, are, are overrated, and I don't think he has the, all, the skills of, uh, all the skill players people are making it out to seem like he has. I think the real problem with the Cowboys is the head coach. Mike McCarthy, maybe he is slightly uh, undervalued in the way that they have won games with him the last two years. But if you look at the end of the year, and you, I mean, sorry, the end of that game against the Niners, this is a team that situational football, two years in a row, has, has hurt them. Last year against the Niners, it hurt them. This year against the Niners, it hurt them. They just don't always play like a well-coached team. And, you know, maybe part of that, the interception problem that Dak had this year, falls on Mike McCarthy, right? So if you're the Cowboys and you're moving forward, the question is, what do you do? I, I don't think I would just run it back with the same head coach and quarterback. I think that at a certain point when there's so much speculation going to be fired and so much speculation that, you know, Jerry doesn't like use a head coach, I think a breath of fresh air is needed in Dallas. I think they need a new head coach. I think they need an offensive coach, frankly. And I think that that could be one of the ways that you could help Dak Prescott. Now, is if they decide not to do that and they decide that maybe they want to look into trading Dak, it's not going to be easy to replace him. If you look at the financials of it, if he's traded before June 1st, so you know they trade him at the beginning of the new league year, $58 million in dead money. 
I'm a believer that dead money should not impact decisions, you know, in, in a big way, like Russell Wilson and, and the Broncos. The Broncos feel Russell Wilson is not their quarterback and the new head coach does not want him to be quarterback. Then you have to eat that money and you have to get rid of him this year. The difference is Dak Prescott's way better than Russell Wilson. Dak Prescott has been one of the better quarterbacks in the league over the last two years. Russell Wilson was a disaster this year. And while his teammates came out and defended him, there's a lot of smoke that maybe he wasn't the most popular person in that building. That does not seem to be the case with Dak. Players seem to love Dak. His teammates seem to love him. So if if, if the money situation helped, then maybe that's a, a reason you move on from him. But I don't think it's been bad enough for you to eat the $58 million in dead money. Now, if they wait until after June 1st, it's $18 million in dead money, which is basically nothing, and it's $34, millions in, $34 million in cap savings. That is interesting. If they find a team that is willing to wait until June 1st to get Dak, saving $34 million in cap savings, that's it. That, that is significant. That is something where if you're getting, and look, let's be real, I think Dak would be traded for at least one first, first round pick, if not two, you know, if not one definite first and then a conditional second that could be a first. He's, there's going to be teams that would want him. The Jets would want him for sure. I mean, he'd be a great fit there. Washington, I'm sure would take him. Uh, Carolina, the Saints, like Dak will have a market for teams that would want him. If they're, if they're willing to move Dak, I think he instantly becomes the best quarterback available on the market, depending what's happening with Lamar Jackson. And you can make the argument that Dak has more trade value than Lamar would, uh, you know, considering Lamar's injury history. I know Dak's missed time as well, but Lamar the last two years has really dealt with, with injuries that have kind of wrecked the Ravens season. So Dak is going to have a market if he's available. The question for the Cowboys is, how would you replace him? Now, the ultimate Jerry move would be, and we talked about this, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. Do they get Sean Payton and Tom and Tom Brady there? Tom Brady clearly has shown interest in wanting to play for Sean Payton. It almost happened with the Miami Dolphins last year. And if you're going to move on from Mike McCarthy if you're, and you're going to trade Dak, well, Sean Payton has always been a head coach. It seems Jerry has a ton of interest in. It seems a job that Sean Payton has had interest in. And if you're Sean Payton, you go there and you say, all right, I'll, get, I'll bring you Tom Brady. Now, Sean Payton would have to ask himself, does he want Tom Brady, right? Like, is Tom Brady cooked? Is Tom Brady still the quarterback Sean Payton wants to coach? But if you're Jerry Jones and you can go from Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott to Sean, Sean Payton and Tom Brady... Even if maybe Brady's not as good as Dak is, and I think that's somewhat debatable, but you would probably put Dak ahead of him. But if you put Sean Payton and Tom Brady in Dallas, in Jerry World, with stars on their helmets, uh, you know, obviously for, for Sean Payton, it would be a visor. But if you do that, there's no way Jerry turns that down. There's literally no way. But outside of that, he, Dak Prescott is, you know, Derek Carr is probably not an upgrade. Lamar Jackson, again, complicated situation with Baltimore. And they pick 27th, the Dallas Cowboys. So it's going to be really hard to find a quarterback in this year's draft that you would feel confident turning the team over. Unless they're going to kind of just go for a rebuild, collect some draft picks, start a rookie quarterback, and go from there. I think there's an argument to draft a rookie for sure. Maybe in the third round, see if you can develop them, that type of thing. But they're probably not getting a quarterback in the draft this year that can take them as far as Dak would. Again, they didn't get blown out by the Niners. The Niners are a very good team. They were on the road. The Cowboys won a playoff game. They barely lost to the Niners. And Dak was part of the reason why. But I think with a better head coach, you'll get a better version of Dak. Um, go out, add another receiver, You know, fix the offensive line. Don't, don't make the offseason about replacing Dak. I think the offseason should be about finding a new head coach and finding talent that more talent that you can put around Dak and hope that A, the new head coach cuts down on cuts down on the interceptions. And from Dak's perspective, putting more talent around him, 
I think is obviously going to make him a better quarterback. And I just think at the end of the day, replacing Dak is going to be a lot harder than people think. And without the financial incentive to really go and do it, I think a new head coach is the best way to go about it. I've seen it. I've seen it in Philadelphia. You see it all the time. A new head coach gets with a quarterback and he's able to turn that quarterback season uh, career around. I think Dak has that potential. So if I'm the Cowboys, I would stick with Dak Prescott, focus on the head coach, focus putting talent around him, and see if you can get one more year out of Dak. And if next year there's still playoff disappointment, if the interceptions are still a problem, then you consider moving on. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. And I'll talk to you guys next time.